Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What do you appreciate most about your husband? We're asking because tomorrow is National Husband Day. And, you know, we like to keep it fun, keep it light, keep it positive on a Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, is off for the remainder of the day because he was up very early during the morning show. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Sonny's at the controls. And 651-641-1071, what do you appreciate most about your husband? Apparently, tomorrow is National Husband Day. And, uh, you know, I didn't know that there was one. Well, I feel like the Internet <laughs> assisted yeah. in making that a thing. But we honor <laughs> Internet holidays here on the Colleen sure. and Bradley Show. So of course we're we totally going to go with it. Yes. Yeah, so April 20th, 420. Huh, look at that. Is all not only 420, but it's also National Husband Day. So uh. 651-641-1071. What do you appreciate about your husband? That way you don't have to spend money on a card. You can just replay the podcast Boom. for your loved one. Done and done. Easy peasy. Yes, let's go to Hannah. Hannah's on the line. Hi, Hannah. Hello. Hi. What do you appreciate most about your husband? Um, he's not my husband quite yet. That's okay. We'll take it. Hundred percent, hundred percent sure that I will marry him someday. He, um, I was really nervous when I found out that I had pure OCD. Uh-huh. I didn't really know who to tell specifically about what I obsessed over because it's um, a little bit embarrassing to talk about. So I finally got up the courage to tell him, and I was totally prepared for him to be like, okay, I'm done, goodbye, <laughs> I can't handle this, um, or at least, like, judge me or whatever. He immediately was like, what's it called? Typed it into Google, started doing it, start, like, started doing his research, and he has just been nothing but supportive oh. ever. And I just, I, I get, I get really teary-eyed every time I think about it because I'm just, I'm floored that he would take the time to really understand the nuances and just all the complicated stuff that goes along with having zero CD. So. Hannah, that is the kind of guy you grab onto and hold on forever. Yeah. So thank you yeah. for sharing that with <laughs> yes. us. Yes, thanks, Hannah. He sounds like a wonderful man. Have a good day. And, yeah. and and what I mean, that is seriously, that is the thing that you look for in the person you want to spend your life with is that when you've got something that you're nervous about sharing or a diagnosis that you tell them and they don't judge you or make fun of you mm-hmm. or, you know, but that they go and research it so they can find out how to be the best support. You're able to be vulnerable. Yes. Anna, keep that one. Okay, let's go to Diane. We are sharing. What do you appreciate most about your husband? Tomorrow's National Husband Day, 651-641-1071. Hi, Diane. Hi, ladies. Hello. What do you appreciate most about your husband? That he loves me unconditionally. Yay. No matter if I'm being, you know, if I'm good or if I'm bad. He loves you anyway. Thank you. Makes me laugh. What's his name, Diane? 
Oh, I'm not going to say Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. To Diane's husband. Yes. Thank you. Mr. Diane. Thank you for calling, Diane. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What do you appreciate most about your husband? I do really quickly, before we get to our next caller, I want to tell you, when you Google National Husband Day, yes, the following comes up in this order. I'm dying. (laughs) April 20th, 2019, Husband Appreciation Day. First question people ask, when when is Wife Day? Oh my gosh. <laughs> By the way, Wife Day is the third Sunday in September. Yeah, now you know. Now you know. So don't Some worry, more. wives. We're going to get ours. Don't worry about yeah. it. Uh, but 651-641-1071, what do you appreciate about your husband? Because tomorrow is National Husband Day. And Megan is on the line. Hi. Hi, Megan. Megan, what do you appreciate most about your husband? I, there is so much that I appreciate about him. Um, he is my second husband, and I went into my relationship with him being very gun-shy, and he has accepted me worse than all. We have had two children together, and he and I work very polar opposite schedules so the kids aren't in daycare. So he's working nights and weekends and taking care of the kids during the week while I work. So he's doing the lion's share of oh, wow. childcare. And I I am just so grateful to have him in my life and to be married to him. Yay. Oh, I love it. Megan, if you would like to shout out his name, we will toast to him. His name is Warren. To Warren! Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Have a great weekend. 651-641-1071. If you've got a husband you want to appreciate, tomorrow is National Husband Appreciation Day. Yes. It's not national, but it's just, you know. (laughs) Well, that's what the internet says. I don't care where you are. It says Husband Appreciation Day. So anywhere in the world, because by the way, we do stream worldwide. Yes, Yes, this is true. Yes. We're like Pitbull. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Let's go to Melissa. Melissa wants to appreciate her husband on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hi, Melissa. Hello. What do you appreciate about your husband? He, um, I had a child before we got together. And he, so my son was about a year when we met, and he's just taken him under his wing, has adopted him. But shortly after we got married, um, I had cancer and had to have a hysterectomy, so we didn't have time to have children together. But he, like, constantly consoles me and says it's okay and that, you know, he loves my son as his own and he wouldn't have things any other way. And just to have that support that he'll never have, like, a, a like a child of his own blood yeah. and he's mm-hmm. cool with it is just plus he's resourceful and looks hot in a pair of car hearts. oh my gosh <laughs> I, I mean, mean like that the is the package. whole package right <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> melissa if you'd like to share his name please do so so we can toast to him otherwise just say i'd prefer not to and we'll just toast to your husband we'll call him tj let's call him tj tj Thank you, Melissa. Now, everybody, do not forget tomorrow to appreciate your husband. I'd like to show some appreciation. Okay, go, go, Sonny. So legit last night, we Uh decided at the last minute to get some chickens from the local chicken spot. Okay. And it was boneless tenders, and they had Louisiana Uh. rub, and we were going to do it, and we ordered the, uh, we ordered it with the, they gave the email to say it was on its way, Uh. and he waited too long to go pick it up. And oh. so he went at the last minute and he was like, well, baby, I just canceled. And I was like, why did you cancel? I had my mouth ready for my chicken. And then we just ended the night and I was very upset about it. And so I just went to bed and he wrote me a letter this morning. Oh. saying, I'm sorry I ruined dinner. Uh, wings are on me tonight. Oh, so, 
Okay, so can, you're going to get your chicken. Yes. Get my this chicken, Colleen. Yes. Yeah. That is the best part. <laughs> can but, we share his name? Can we toast him or do we call him Mr. Sonny? I don't want to say Mr. Sonny. Okay, okay. let's say two, <laughs> it's Tristan. Okay, Tristan. to Tristan. Tristan. Thank you. Thank you for keeping our girl happy. Yes. Because <laughs> it's going down after this show. <laughs> Yay. Uh, I love it. All right, when we come back, I'm going to appreciate my husband. Uh, you know, I'll do that in private, but I will just tell you I do appreciate my husband. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to sit down and chat with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes. He's here to tell us what we can see in theaters or on our couches this weekend on my talk 1071 on your hands this weekend and you're done enjoying the beautiful weather we're going to have, you may think about watching a movie. And uh, if you just don't know what to watch, we've got ideas for you because our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies joins us every Friday to tell us what to watch on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. He was on the morning show. He's probably still sleeping. Holly Roberts and I are here. Yeah. Sonny's at the controls, and Paul McGuire Grimes is here to tell us what we should be watching. Hello, Paul. Hello. Hello. It's great to be here. Uh, we are so happy to have you. Now, um, I don't know anything about this first movie that you have brought for us. Okay, so it's called Teen Spirit, and it's in kind of limited release, not just Uptown, but a couple of the AMCs, and it stars Al Fanning as this Polish girl living in the UK. She's very shy, very introverted, and she decides to audition for this singing competition reality show. And she kind of goes from this like shy girl to girl next door to potential teen idol as she oh. kind of advances. All right. So it's not about deodorant. It's Paul. not. It, no. it, it doesn't, is what you're saying. It no, doesn't I, smell like teen spirit. Well, or does well. it? Here's the thing. This movie should have been, this movie should be up my alley. There's so many factors that I really thought I was going to love this. There's great music in it. Robin, Ellie Goulding, Gwen Stefani, Katy Perry. Yes, and please. And Al Fanning sings Almost all of that. Okay, that was my next question. Does she actually she sing? She actually does sing. Okay. And she's a great voice. Oh, And cool. the character itself, like, she um, has a good voice, but she has, like, zero stage presence. Um, so she's kind of getting coached by this, like, former opera singer to, like, learn breath support and whatever. But throughout the movie, I was like, okay, I love these musical performances. But then I realized it's because I already like this music. Uh, sure. I already love this Robin song. So, of course, I like this scene because I like the music. Right. What my issue was is that I don't care for her character. Ah. Mm. She's almost so quiet, so introverted, so shy that I didn't like. And then by the end of the movie, like the contrast, the dichotomy between where she goes is almost too great and unrealistic for me. Oh, yeah. okay. You didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. No. It's written and directed by Max Mingala. So if the name sounds familiar, he actually plays Nick on The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So it's his feature film debut mm. as a director. His father is Anthony Mingala from The English Patient. Mm-hmm. And I could kind of feel that like 
first time director. I'm trying to like show my voice or like show that I'm this artsy kind of guy. Cause then he turns the musical performances into like music videos to like get in her of what she's thinking in her head. Uh-huh. And that's not what she's displaying. Sure. Okay. So that it was a little sense. too um, artistic in as much. It was like, all right, we're, you're trying to show that you're a good director right. rather than tell a good story. Like it yes. lost itself a little it bit. Did. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. let's remember that we need characters that we care about that are interesting and compelling. And Al Fanning is usually such a great actress. Yeah. I don't think that she could kind of get around what was not written for her. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how many tickets? Giving two out of five tickets. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe we won't go and see this. Yeah. I mean, so the big, the other big movie in theaters this weekend is called Breakthrough. I didn't see it, yeah. but I just want to mention it because it's our annual faith-based movie that yep. always gets released in theaters for Easter mm-hmm. that's based on a true story. I didn't see it due to my work schedule, but... It is getting fairly positive reviews given that it's a faith-based movie. Mm-hmm. And I say that because they never do well with critics. Right. They're kind of critic-proof, but this one seems to be kind of going above the curve. Chrissy Metz is in it. And the thing I love about, if I can just say this again, you didn't get the chance to see it, so it's not like you can provide a review right. of it. Yep. But what I appreciate about it in terms of Chrissy Metz is one of the reasons why she took this role is because it cast her not because of her size. Right. Which is... Amazing. I, I think in, like I that is a that will not be at the front and center of her character. Right. And that I think is an important step. Yeah. Yeah. And I think is something that they are leading with as uh, for people who are fans of hers. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And mm-hmm. hopefully shows that she can do more than having that be her. Oh, character my gosh. Yes. Story. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it doesn't need to be. No. Yeah. All Absolutely. Right. So maybe go, maybe not go maybe. see Teen Spirit in the movie theaters, but we do have a couple of options if we want to yes. stay at home in our sweatpants. Yeah. Oh, sounds lovely. All right. Uh, yep. Two Netflix movies. Do you want to go for a heist or with unicorns? I don't. What, unicorns. I don't, unicorns. No, unicorns. Always unicorns. Okay. Don't even question it, Colleen. <laughs> no, Paul. Unicorn, I wasn't okay. even going to. I was just going to say, I don't no. even know what that is. But whenever unicorns are on offer, you take the unicorn. Yeah. Okay. So this is called Unicorn Store, and it's directed by Brie Larson. She's making oh. her directorial debut here. And it's a story about a girl who that she plays, her name's Kit. She has a hard time kind of growing up. She's She's a painter. She's creative. But she's failing at school. She's living at her parents' house. To one day, she starts getting these cards telling her to go to this warehouse. There, she sees Samuel L. Jackson, who tells her, this is a unicorn store. I can give you a unicorn. And this is something that she's loved her whole life, these unicorns. And she's like, well, I get to have a unicorn? Okay. So she then starts to build this shed and this reality in her head that she, if she if she believes in it, it She'll will come. Get She'll unicorn. get a unicorn. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. like... It is Field like a unicorn dreams. version of Field. It's like Field of Unicorns. Yeah. If Samuel L. Jackson tells you that you will get a unicorn, then you go and build the shed. I right. Also and you will get a unicorn. Like it sort of sounds like a fever dream, but I don't I'm here for it. I mean, you that's the thing. You have to go into it knowing that this premise is a little kooky, uh-huh. a little odd. She is an immature character, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is a sadness underneath the, her character because you're like you're not really well right now because clearly the unicorns aren't real. But right. then Brie Larson yep. is such a great actress mm-hmm. right. that you then feel empathetic toward what her journey is throughout it. Uh-huh. It's 90 minutes. Oh, that's mm. short. It is short right. and perfect for this kind of movie. Yeah. And Netflix is the perfect model and distributor for someone like Brie Larson to kind of try her hand at directing, make an oddball movie. I'm actually glad you said that because yeah. I was just thinking about, you know, for all the flack that Netflix is getting, uh, from people who are upset that it's able to compete with feature films that are, you know, theater bound. Right. 
I I do think that this is a great application for Netflix to give people who are who've maybe worked in different areas in Hollywood mm-hmm. an opportunity to try something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and and also they've got a lot of decent stuff. Right. So yeah. okay. Um, how many tickets? I'm getting does a three out of five. Store? Oh. You know, it's a beginner screenwriter as well. So there's some like subplots that's questioning, like this is odd, mm-hmm. and like sure. things don't always pan out. Sure, but I I dug it. And there's another guy, another actor that plays this hardware store worker that she befriends. His name's Mabadou Athi. This character is Virgil, and I'm really digging what he is doing lately. Okay. All right. so you, charming do you want to see more from Brie Larson as I a do. film director? I do, because I think that she has a lot of really good opinions in life, and I think that she can bring that to the big screen, awesome. depending on the project. All right, and then finally, oh wait, we don't even have time. Oh, Triple Frontier, Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, heist movie, drug lords. I kind of dug it. Okay, yeah. how many tickets? Three out of five. Okay. Again, it's way too long, but it gets it going, and I'll talk about it on Twin Cities Live, okay. so tune in for more thoughts Look there at, at 5 o'clock. Good Jeez. All right. Uh, thank you, Paul McGuire. Thank, thank you. you. We'll talk to you again next Friday, uh, and we'll be back here on My Talk 107.1 with the dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots after this. Doing dumb things. We tell you about them every day at 2.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, did the morning show this morning and all the mornings this week. Yeah. He'll be back with us at a decent hour on Monday. Holly Roberts and I have been keeping you company. Sonny's here at the controls. And uh, we'd love to tell you about, excuse me, oh my goodness. Crazy, stupid idiots. Yes, thank you. Those people. <laughs> well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, those crazy, stupid idiots. You cannot get away from them. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you are doing your hair and putting on your makeup, you will do not lock eyes with them in the mirror. Because that would mean that was you. Oftentimes, we find those crazy, stupid idiots in the state of... Florida. 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 Oh, it's getting better. You guys, it's what like we, we practice. And a starter barbershop trio. Oh my gosh, is that a thing? I want to do a beauty shop trio. Yes. All right, well, uh, we are not going to go to Florida. We're just going down south to Iowa. Oh, a little neighborly semi- duty. my local yokel. Kind of, yes. We're going to uh, a Polk County Sheriff's deputy who arrested a woman uh, by the name of Deborah Ann Sly. Uh, She's 56, and uh, she was arrested after she turned herself in for some other crimes. But she wasn't arrested for the crimes she'd turned herself in for. Okay? I'm trying to follow the logic, and and I'm here for the ride. It's like a riddle, right? Yes. Uh, Well, she had had a warrant uh, issued for her arrest in late March uh, because she had failed to appear for a bond hearing after violating a no contact order. Mm. Uh, so she was like, you know, I, I got to turn myself in because that's what I got to do. It's the right thing. So she showed up at the jail and she went to turn herself in. Uh, but so everything went wrong when she turned herself in. Oh, during the intake process, a small clear plastic baggie 
containing a white crystalline substance fell out of her pants and onto the booking room floor. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you know. field tested positively for methamphetamine. Ay, ay, ay. So she uh, was then arrested for that. For the meth. Which for was the meth. way worse than what she was going to the jail to turn herself Precisely. in on. I mean, just yeah. like, don't. That, no. Yeah. So she's going to have to answer to those charges. And uh, she'll be arraigned on that drug charge on May 21st. And uh, pro tip, if you are finding yourself at the jail to turn yourself in for uh, something, just leave the drugs at home. Just yeah. a simple, just, just yeah. you know, do a check before you leave the house. Maybe also don't do the drugs. Well, that's, you know. So that you won't have to even have it on your mind. This is true. And then you'll have a clear conscience mm-hmm. about leaving the house without having meth on your person. Just say no. Just thank you, Nancy Reagan. You're welcome. Really appreciate that. You're welcome. Can we go to Florida? Oh, yes. Um, Yeah, we got to talk about this guy named Matthew Aris. Matt. Apparently was bored, you know, as one is in Florida. So he decided to play a little role playing game. Like, like, like a LARPing type situation, like a live action role play, like they were slaying dragons or. I mean, you could say that, but unfortunately it wasn't that fantastical. I don't think Matthew has quite the imagination for that, but he decided that he wanted to role play being a cop. Oh, I mean, we have oh. kids, you know, kids have done that in the past or, you know, it's true. Cops and robbers. Cops and robbers. Cops and robbers but he's 26 years old, so maybe not a good idea. And apparently Matthew wanted to do this by turning on his red and blue lights on top of his car that he just happened to have mm-hmm. because yep. he likes to play cop. And right. he wanted to pretend to pull somebody over. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so he did. So uh-huh. he pulled over somebody. Matthew's not a cop. Right. That's a crime. That is a crime. <laughs> that Yeah, you know what? Impersonating a police officer, Colleen, is a crime. Yes. So Matthew was committing a crime. However, Matthew was in for a surprise when he pulled over the car. Then he went up to the car. Tell me that it was full of clowns, because I've always thought that would be. No? Okay. Sorry. No clowns. That wasn't that kind of surprise. It wasn't that okay. kind of a surprise. Was a kangaroo driving? You said it was a surprise. I'm just. <laughs> it wasn't even a stripper in a cake, Colleen. Oh, man. The person who was driving a car was an undercover uh, county sheriff. Oh. <laughs> that, yes. That didn't go well. That didn't go as planned. Yeah. Then they decided to do a real traffic stop on Matthew. <gasps> They found an airsoft pistol under his passenger seat. And now Matthew is facing a charge of impersonating a law enforcement officer. Now, they're not sure how many times Matthew has done this in the past. Uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, their Facebook is asking if anybody recognizes Matthew. Now, I I want you to look at Matthew. And if Matthew pulled you over in his Chevy Trailblazer with bumper stickers on the back... Oh, God. Just like going to ask you, would you pull over for this car? Well, I mean, I probably, because I'm a rule follower, I would, but then I'd be very scared mm-hmm. because he does not look like, I don't understand. That would, that's not, nope. He People does look not look go- like officer friendly at all. Mm-mm. He uh, looks like officer, I'm going to 
bite your face. Yeah, officer bath salts. Kind of. (laughs) Can I just, this is the thing. Can I ask a question that there is no logical answer to? And I recognize that in the asking of this. All right, it's crazy, stupid idiots. What is the point of acting, pretending to be a cop? Well, you know, I guess. What do you get from that? That's a good question. And you're right, Colleen. I don't I know, have an answer for because that. Because it's not like you do that to, I mean, you don't pull somebody over and like give them a ticket and then they pay you right then. Well, That's here's, not how that works. All right. I'm getting into my crazy, stupid okay. idiot logic. Okay. He's, he's in this trailblazer. It's probably at night. You're not really looking for the Chevy Trailblazer. You're probably thinking the lights are on. It probably is a cop that's right. pulling me over. What happens, I'm assuming, is that Mr. Matthew, Officer Bath Salts, comes up to your car, probably has this air pistol, and does a holdup on you. Oh, and, and then asks you, and scares you, things. asks you for your money and whatnot, and who's it, and then drives away into Chevy Trailblazer. Oh, that's terrible. That is terrible. Okay, he's scary. Yeah, he's scary. He's a crazy stupid Tell me, idiot. He, he's, is he going to the jail? Um, yes, he okay. is going to the jail. Thank he you. has uh, been arrested and is facing charges. That's your new house, Matthew. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, let's stay in, uh, I don't know where we are. Where is Kitchener? What? Yeah, that's a place. Uh, Kitchener, I hardly knew her. I know, exactly. I don't know where we are. Waterloo, oh, Kitchener, look, Waterloo. Oh, oh we're this in is, Canada. We're in Canada. A. A. All right. So a 30-year-old Kitchener man uh, has, been in char- has been charged uh, with impaired driving. But here's the thing. He reported himself. So on Wednesday at 1.40 a.m., the police officers in the area of Kitchener got a call. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, Kitchener police people. And the person was like, hi, I'd like to report somebody who's driving under the influence of cocaine. And they're like, wow, okay, who and where? And he's like, me right here, right here wherever he was. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we'll be right there. And so they found him uh, located in the North end of the city. And he was on cocaine and he was driving his car. Should we be commending this guy? I don't know for being honest. That's kind of why I had to bring this here to you guys. So you could help me, you know, kind of sift through the situation, the crazy, stupid idiot court of opinion, because on one hand, all right, thanks. uh, Coked up guy. Yeah. For recognizing that maybe you shouldn't be behind the wheel of a vehicle. On the other hand, you were doing cocaine and you were driving. Yeah. So that's a no-no. Right. Please don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. I'm going to err on the side that he's just a crazy, stupid idiot. Well, I maybe mean. Maybe he just shouldn't have like done it in the first place. Yeah, just place. say no. So the, thank you. Nancy again, Reagan. Nancy Reagan, back from beyond yep. to advise our crazy, stupid idiots. I just mean, no. she was into like, you know, psychics and astrology. I'm just saying. This is She's true. coming back to us. This is true. <laughs> He's communicating with us. <laughs> anyway, uh, the man was arrested and subsequently charged with uh, doing the cocaine and driving the car. You know, I got to say, Colleen, both of your crazy, stupid idiots today were trying to do the right thing. I, they, they, they really had, were trying to do the right I thing. I feel like we should celebrate them for that a little bit. They tried, but, but then they were just that dumb. They were just so dumb. They were just so dumb. Yeah, that's true. That was a theme, yeah. wasn't it? Just so dumb. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it has the time has arrived uh, to do that throwback live thing uh, that we do so well. And 
Holly, would you like to give us any sort of tease? Is there a theme today? There is a theme today, and the theme is related, kind of, to the theme that we did yesterday during Thursday's Throwback Live at 2.45. Well, it's not boy bands. It's not the same darn thing that we did yesterday. what, What is it? You're going to find out after the break. That was a tease. Okay. We will throw back live at 245 after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy, you don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.